My name's Tom. Uh, I'm one of a team of guys who lead Revelation Church. I'm going to be preaching to you this morning from 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Now, for, for a number of weeks, um, probably actually a few months, we've been working our way through this book of 1 Corinthians. It's a letter that a guy called Paul wrote to one of the churches that he had planted, but then moved away from. So he's in correspondence with them. A different guy in the Bible, a guy called Peter, uh, once described the letters that Paul wrote, um, saying there are some things in them that are hard to understand. Today we're going to look at one of those things that, that's quite hard to understand, because it's quite a complicated argument that's made. There'll be some hard questions to ask regarding how we apply it. Having said that, what I want you to bear in mind as we do this is that this is the Bible. This is the Word of God. And the Word of God is given to us by God. It's breathed out by Him. Um, and every part of it is useful for us. It builds us up. It challenges us. It trains us. So we're expecting, as we look at the Word of God, for God to meet with us in it and speak to us in it by His Holy Spirit. If as we're going along this stuff that you're like... I don't quite get what Tom just said here, or I don't quite get what Paul just said there, or I don't get how this applies to me. Save up those questions, because we'll have a bit of time at the end to do some Q&A um, and try and um, help out with the stuff that you're not so sure about. Just as a way of introduction to this, let's just take a look at verse 2. It should come up in really small writing on the screen, but if you've got a Bible with you, that would probably be more helpful uh, to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 2 where Paul writes this. Now, I commend you because you remember me in everything and maintain the traditions even as I delivered them to you. And this kind of marks a bit of a change in flavour in the book of 1 Corinthians. He's talking about the traditions that he delivered to them. And in the preceding chapters, what we've had is uh, Paul giving some instructions about the church. When we go out of here and scattered, living amongst the world, how do we live and how do we worship and how do we glorify God in that way? But now these traditions that he's talking about seem to pertain to, well, what about when we gather together? What about when the church all comes together? It may be in a service like this morning, what do we do then? How do we worship and glorify God in a gathered way? And chapters 11 to 14 are all going to be addressing this subject of gathered worship. We'll hit a variety of themes there. We'll hit communion. We'll hit worshipping as the body and all bringing contributions. We'll hit the gift of prophecy. We'll hit the gift of tongues. So it's a thorough treatment. In fact, chapters 11 to 14 of 1 Corinthians are probably the most thorough treatment in the whole New Testament of what Christian gathered worship is to be like. And today what we're going to be finding is the truths um, of the gospel relating to men and women and how men and women relate. We're going to be exploring how that plays out in our gathered worship. And just throughout this section, this big section of Corinthians, there are two kind of big guiding principles that shape all of what's discussed. The first one I'm going to call the rule of love. So in the middle of all this teaching about our gathered worship, there's chapter 13, which we'll be hearing on in a few weeks. But essentially what it's saying is, if I speak in the tongue of men and angels, if I've got huge faith, if I can move mountains, if I prophesy, but if I don't love people, I've really not got it right at all, have I? So to make sure that actually the love that we have for one another is a guiding principle in our worship. 
The second big guiding principle I'm going to call the rule of mission. And we've heard about this in a, like the preceding two chapters. So in chapter 9, uh, we saw Paul say, I've become all things to all people that by all means I might save some. And right at the end of chapter 10, just the verses right before our passage today, Paul writes, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offence to Jews or to Greeks or to the church of God. Just as, I to, just as I try to please everyone in everything I do, not seeking my own advantage, but that of many, that they may be saved. Be imitators of me as I am of Christ. So we've got this rule of mission. Actually, what I'm really all about is I'm wanting to help other people to be saved. I'm not wanting to offend people unnecessarily. I'm wanting to please people, to help people to be saved. So with those two big guiding principles in mind, um, it's worth keeping in mind over the next few weeks, actually, as we're in this section of 1 Corinthians, we're going to read the passage for today. We're starting at verse 2, and I'll be reading up to verse 16. It says this. Now, I commend you because you remember me in everything and maintain the traditions, even as I delivered them to you. But I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ. The head of a wife is her husband, and the head of Christ is God. Every man who prays or prophesies with his head covered dishonors his head. But every wife who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head 